0: Hello America, Dave Hodges here. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. Welcome. Glad you could join us. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We have a terrific guest for you here and you know him as America's Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, who beat the Clintons in the Supreme Court. I still love to tell that story. But uh, we're on to really pressing issues in the modern times now. And we're going to be talking about two primary things today on the show. The border and really how what's going on constitutes treason and the sheriff's role in all this and we're seeing some good sheriffs really step up and then of course uh, the rampant voting fraud that's going on and uh, yours truly has the honor of being attacked by some of the arizona state senators in print and in video and i'll be honest with you all the times i've been doing this i've never seen a private citizen attacked and i'm not saying these people are doing anything that i can't prove i'm just noting they're flip-flopping and comparing them to QAnon, and this triggered a hell of a response and so we're gonna unlock the voter fraud with Sheriff Richard Mack. Before we join Richard, we are going to talk to you about diversification. Um, doing a show later today, on a gonna pre-record with Bob Griswold and we're gonna look at the M3 money supply. We can't quit printing money. If we don't, the economy will collapse. If we keep going, it'll hyperinflate. Do you want 1929 for your finances? That's what happened to my mom's side of the family. They went from riches to rags overnight. Well, i don't think you do so you owe it to yourself to call the good people at noble gold it's not just about gold they have a whole variety of programs that will help you diversify and you're not going to be let's say bulletproof but you can get through this without taking a horrible beating if you make good decisions you diversify and you can talk to them about their strategies like i do i went from being an advertiser to a client because I saw the good that they do and they are no pressure they'll talk to you for free you have to close the deal I love doing business with people like that and I want you to give them a call 877-646-5347 that's 877-646-5347 well Richard Mack really needs no introduction he's been on our show a lot of times through the years and if you're new to the show and you haven't heard of him well he was a sheriff in Graham County and uh, did such a bang-up job he beat the Clintons on a gun control issue before the Supreme Court. And now he spends his time traveling around the country educating new sheriffs, newer sheriffs, I should say, on constitutional law. And uh, we're going to talk about his organization as this interview unfolds. And it's really one worth repeating because hear me very clearly, America, you can't trust either political party. Congress is bought and sold for. I mean, wherever the campaign money comes, that's where they're going your last line of defense in America are your sheriffs. Richard, do you agree with that statement? You're the last line of defense?
1: That's absolutely true. And in a lot of cases, we're the first line too.
0: Yeah, I agree with that too. So we're the first
1: and the last, but we're definitely the last.
0: Yeah. I love our sheriffs. Now there's a few rogues, but most of them I see doing a really good stand-up job. Let's start with the border. Let's start with your impression on what's going on and let's unfold that from a sheriff's perspective.
1: Uh, This could not be worse uh, for Mr. Biden. Uh, It could not absolutely be worse uh, because this is what he's done. He has increased human trafficking, uh, human slavery. He has increased that at the border. Uh, He has allowed that crime to flourish. He has allowed the cartels to, do that kind of criminal activity to be literally in charge of what happens at the border. Uh, The criminals at the border will now wave at law enforcement, flaunt what they're doing, and uh, flaunt their criminal activity because they know, the cartels know, nobody's gonna do anything about it. And the Border Patrol and Customs and ICE have been handcuffed by the policies and ignorance and willful treason of this so-called president, the occupant of the White House. Uh, I do not call his administration an administration. I call it a dictatorship. That is exactly what it is. And the people who are actually running the country uh, for the president uh, are evil Uh, And I'm not sure exactly what their agenda is, but I do know what the results are, and it's the destruction of America. And that is what is happening uh, with the Biden dictatorship. Uh, There is a lot more going on at the border, probably uh, equal to the human trafficking and child sexual exploitation that is happening because of Mr. Biden uh we also have international terrorists from the Middle East uh, infiltrating America at such uh, a high rate now that uh, it is uh, almost impossible to maintain count on how many international terrorists have entered America but at the training I went to four years ago in Phoenix uh, from some uh, former FBI agents and CIA agents and intel agents uh, for America—they are now offering this training. It was 100 to 150,000 four years ago that have already infiltrated our country. Oh my gosh! So you can pretty much know that that number has doubled, and uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that it has I- increased exponentially, and so. Let's wrap this up for What what Biden has done to America Yes He has committed treason He should be investigated and prosecuted for that But I told that to one person And they said Well, the problem is He's not mentally competent to stand trial And I <laughs> yeah, have to agree right. with that I agree Yeah, yeah I, I have to agree with that He's not And And so to review What is really going on at the border This is what this maniac in the White House has caused human trafficking uh, has increased uh, to where it's uh, out of control, Exploita- sexual exploitation of children has increased where it's out of control. Drug proliferation crossing the border into the United States is like increased astronomically. It's beyond it's beyond auditing. You can't even enumerate how much has gone on because of this. It used to be that they had to be careful. The drug traffickers at the border had to be uh, careful. They don't anymore. And so we know that 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 has increased. Uh, Richard, let me ask you something before you go further
0: because you're really on a good point here. Very good point. But I want to bring in a sidebar to this. Uh, Even members of Congress are now talking about this that uh you know fentanyl is produced in the wuhan lab interesting where corona came from and we know the chinese are supplying the cartels with fentanyl and and we they now have nar fentanyl which is very very deadly much more deadly than the original fentanyl isn't this an act of war by china and since this president is complicit in open borders is he not also guilty of an accomplice to treason
1: yeah, well, he's he's flat out guilty of treason, so he can be an accomplice also, yes. But you could also call it because of what he hasn't done and his, his uh, mental problems with actually addressing the issues as a, a competent president would do. He can't do that, but then you still have to wonder then why aren't his handlers, the people that pull the puppet strings on this man, why aren't they doing it? And all you can say is the White House is in such disarray that no one really knows what they're doing or what's going on. It um, it, it, it couldn't be – again, it couldn't be any worse, not just at the border but inside the White House, where Kamala Harris doesn't know what she's doing. She has no assignment except for uh, attacking the border or, uh, problem is what she was assigned to do. She's never been released from that, but she doesn't do it. And so you really have to wonder why she's even there, but this is just another spoke in the wheel of injustice and corruption that's happening in this White House. And I I totally agree with you. I do not believe the American people should be trusting the Republicans and Democrats with the the sacred gift of liberty. That's what we have done, we've turned it over to them, and they have done nothing but Make matters worse And you could do that too But I'll I'll finish with the review Of the border The review of the border is Cartels are in charge International terror uh, In fact the cartels Now have set up shop Inside America And they've always tried to do that to an extent But now uh, Especially in the border states But they're infiltrating every state Where they literally have homes that they have purchased and they work out of america now where it used to be uh they had uh, shops only set up in latin america they are now setting up shop in america in the united states so that has increased uh and yes they've always been here to an extent but that is quadrupled uh, just in the past year and, and it's really sad Uh, that we uh, continue to allow these types of people uh, to destroy America. And I'm talking about cartels, and I'm also talking about the complicit uh, federal government and the corrupt federal government. They have and they do and they will. And it's it's just kind of like Nancy Pelosi. You want to know the extent of the corruption? She said it's just fine for members of Congress to do insider trading.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. She it's has said little. that
1: just recently, and and this is absolute. In fact, when I ran for Congress back in 2012 in Texas, and I ran against Lamar Smith, because I I told everybody, he's doing insider trading. He's made millions by be, being an insider trader, and nobody would believe it then. And even though there was an article in the San Antonio uh, newspaper about him, uh, people just don't know what they're doing when they go to to explore who should be representing us in Washington and that's why I say right now I don't care who's running for United States Congress yes I would like to see some good people be put in there but even when they are they don't change a damn thing i e ron paul rand paul ted cruz they don't they, they haven't changed anything uh they've worked uh, you know rand and ted cruz both said they want to abolish the IRS When was the last time they made that proposal To anyone And and no one n- Name me wh- which party Has reined in The abusive Gestapo Nazi tactics Of the IRS Neither party, no one Not Trump, not Reagan Not Bush Of course not the Clintons and the people who love the IRS And how would it be – now we have a president that wants to double down and increase the employees and agents of the IRS by doubling it. Boy, that's what I call doubling down on the American people. They want to control every bank account and checking account in this country. There is no financial privacy, that which makes it pretty much there is no privacy. The government runs everything, including our health care, our finances, and – everything we own they believe it's theirs to do with what they wish and then they'll come back and tell us and both Republicans and Democrats have said this and you know they have they'll both come back and say we will allow you we're going to reduce taxes or we're going to somehow allow you to keep more of your own money oh thank you master thank you You know, and that's all this is and it's it's a ruse it's corruption at its zenith and the, the the border problem is just an indication of the horrible corruption that we have to deal with in this country.
0: What do you think about uh, what Abbott's doing by uh, completing or trying to complete Trump's work in Texas on the border wall?
1: <laughs> uh, he, he needs to do a lot more than a wall. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad to see the wall go. Uh, But you need to get New Mexico and Arizona and California to kind of go along. That'll never never happen. That'll never happen. So I would like to – I would sure like to see it, but it also proves what I've said and what my Supreme Court decision was based on. The states are sovereign, and they don't have to ask permission from the federal government, especially this corrupt administration. They do not have to ask permission to protect their state and the people therein. They don't have to ask it from the federal government, from courts, federal courts, or any, 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 anyone. They are sovereign. They can do what they want to. And and Abbott is completely correct. In if he wants a wall, and the people of Texas want a wall, right now, I would say a wall would be very helpful, because it would at least slow down and impede uh, this horrific uh, uh, in, invasion of America. Uh, from all of Latin America and uh, from a lot of other countries. In fact, I think they've documented over a hundred countries have come into America from the southern border. Over a hundred different countries.
0: Yeah, in our state at Yuma, they're saying five to eight thousand a day are crossing the border.
1: Yeah, uh, the poor sheriff and, and mayor in Yuma. I mean, you, you just can't you you just can't imagine uh, the horrific. Uh, problem that they've had to try to deal with because of Biden.
0: It is just uh, stunningly bad. I thought that when uh, Abbott announced he's going after constructing uh, the rest of the wall, that the mm-hmm. federal uh, group would come after him for usurping uh, control over border issues, immigration issues. Do you think yeah, he's not, he's not
1: usurping anything. He was voted the governor, and he can handle the border, Texas, uh, because primarily because the federal government refu- refuses to address the issue, and they're actually making it worse. Uh, if anybody has a, a, a real lawsuit or a tort against uh, somebody here, it's the state of Texas against Biden's dictatorship. They They are the ones that have made Texas now a horrible place to live and made it unsafe and have allowed – uh, the cartels to infiltrate Mexico or Texas uh, at such an, uh, uh, an increasing rate that uh, you, you can't even you can't even tell Texas that it is Texas anymore, and it's the same thing that they're trying to have happen in Texas that happened in California, and that is simply this: they're going to allow so many illegals there and get them registered to vote that it will change the voter block. From uh, red to blue. And that's exactly what happened in California. If everybody wants to know why California went from a Ronald Reagan state to a Nancy Pelosi state, that is why.
0: I mm-hmm. know they're exporting it, too. We're seeing uh-huh. it here in our own state where we have Sinema and Mark Kelly as senators, which is to yeah, me unbelievable. Yeah. When was the last time we
1: had two liberal Democrats? I, I,
0: not in the 35 yeah, years old. I've lived here no I've never seen it yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy what's going on I wanted to ask you something about your case and apply it to the present I just covered a story in New York where the police are acting like Gestapo and they went out and arrested four men in a restaurant for not showing their vaccine papers I mean just real Nazi oh stuff God. and then they arrested the protesters people started protesting and then they arrested them too And and here's what I'm wondering If I run a restaurant, I have to assign someone to check the voter, uh, uh, excuse me, the uh, vaccine mandate papers that's required in New York City. I didn't think government could make private business be an agent of the government at their own expense. Didn't your court case cover that?
1: Yeah, they can't. They, They can't. Yeah, they can't commandeer. My case was about they can't commandeer state officials. Well, if they can't commandeer state officials, they sure the hell can't commandeer citizens, <laughs> you know. So it's it's known as the anti-commandeering uh, decision ruling. Really. Mm-hmm. And yes, they they cannot do it. Uh, I love the quote that Scalia put in there. But the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions. Yes, everybody needs to get a copy of that. I have a, a little uh, copy of the Supreme Court case. You can look on. When you go to shop and look at my books, uh, it's all there, and everyone should read that case. And you'll, you'll, you'll. It's like getting uh, uh, a, a 303 class in law school if you'll know and understand that case. It's easy to read. It's powerful. It's the most powerful Tenth Amendment decision in the history of America. You can find that out for yourself. I did a little Reader's Digest version of it. In a little pocket, const- a little, the same size as your pocket constitution. I have a, a review of the highlights of the case in a little 16-page uh, pocket size booklet. And I recommend everybody go to cspoa.org and get you that copy uh, and, and really dissect it. Uh, look at the case on the Internet. You can look at the whole thing. Uh, Cornell University did the best review of the case. Uh, where it actually gets a comment from every single justice at the time that was on the court in 1997. It was the Rehnquist court. Rehnquist was really big time into states' rights, and this case epitomized that and, and really was the a benchmark of it all. So,
0: When you travel around the country and talk to sheriffs, do you pick up anything like in Texas where people have had enough and you think uh, secession is actually a possibility?
1: Yes, yes, I do. In fact, uh, I'll be the first one to move there if they if they do it. I've lived in Texas before. Uh, my wife and I both loved it. Uh, we lived in a great little town, Fredericksburg, one of the m- most amazing uh, little towns in America. On the internet, sometimes it'll it'll give the the best little towns of every state. Um, I, I I looked that up. Sedona makes the list out of Arizona. Bisbee makes the list out of Arizona. Uh, And Tombstone, uh, but out of Texas, uh, Fredericksburg is always in the top two, and uh, I wouldn't mind uh, going back there at all. But, yes, uh, Texas, especially because they came in uh, as an independent republic, they never uh, got rid of that, and uh, I, I, I am positive that every state can do this but especially Texas, because they kept that in their charter uh, or constitution. I can't remember which one it was, that uh, they are uh, remaining independent. And every state can leave, and I'll tell you why. Because the federal government has broke the contract. They have uh, destroyed their constitutional obligation to the states, and the states now have the lawful prerogative – to leave the union uh, We can join the union We can unjoin the union We formed the federal government They didn't form us And we have the power uh, To take it all back And And I, I'm telling you I believe that secession Is one of the uh, Maybe two or three Peaceful solutions We have left uh, At our disposal To stop the corruption uh, Of this horrible federal government that has been destroying america for such a long time now Uh, i have maintained that the sheriffs standing for liberty and protecting liberty and defending liberty at all costs is the most effective and peaceful solution and immediate an immediate effective and peaceful solution although i do agree that secession as long as it might take uh, is still one that's similar To our our uh, peaceful solution at cspoa.org.
0: Well, but let's lay these out side by side. So secession is one possibility. They said is peaceful. The other ones Uh,
1: that the sheriffs stand united in defense of liberty of every individual in their counties. Uh, We need to get about another 500 to 700 more sheriffs on board with that. But yes. That is a peaceful process. If if Chris Ann Hall uh, – you know Chris Ann, right? Yes, I do. Chris Ann Hall and I both totally agree that if the sheriffs get involved in this holy cause of liberty and will defend the Constitution and principles of liberty upon which America was founded, this movement for freedom that we are all so concerned about and all so much a part of, it will remain peaceful if the sheriffs take a very active role in that process. If they do not, if these sheriffs continue to pretend that they don't have jurisdiction to do this or they don't uh, they don't have an, uh, an, a, a, a lawful obligation to keep their oath of office, I keep hearing that from some sheriffs. I don't have to keep my oath of office. The county attorney said so. You know, just kind of that kind of idiocy. But we do have some good sheriffs, and most of the sheriffs are good people. Uh, they just have not been trained yet. This is one training that's vital, and I'll tell it to you this way. Every sheriff in this country swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution. We only have about maybe 3 or 4 or 5% that actually do that and know what it means. But you cannot keep that oath if you do not know and understand the what the rights of the people are that you work for in your individual counties or parishes. You must know what the rights of the people are or how would you ever be able to protect them. So we provide that training. I don't care how the sheriffs get trained. They don't have to do it through us or CSPOA or me. As, but there's lots of people that are out there in organizations that do it, and and we would love to direct them to any of them, but I would think that ours is kind of unique because, one, it this training is generated from, one, a former sheriff, me, and a few others that we have on that are current sheriffs and former sheriffs, and we, we have uh, a sheriff that Beat the Clintons, beat the federal government at the U.S. Supreme Court. I think that both of those add a lot of credibility to our training. But again, I don't care where people get it, and this training is available to every citizen as well. You have to know what your sheriff's supposed to be doing, and, and knowing what to do, you have to know what he's supposed to be doing. So, um, let's see what else is on there. Then? Yeah, I, I and I, I guess the other peaceful solution would be that the states start taking not just the sheriffs, but the governors start taking a much more active role in keeping the federal government out of their states. That is also a possibility, but we haven't seen much of that going on and even the strong Democrat share of governors haven't seemed to be getting uh, too much of that going. Abbott, what he's doing in, in building finishing the wall, well, I'd love to see I'd love to see it when it, when it's done. Uh, I don't know if he'll stay strong, if, if the heat that that will cause for him will get him to acquiesce, but we'll try
0: it. I agree. Well, we're going to come back, and we got a couple more questions for you here along these lines. But we're going to step aside just for a second and tell people that I have uh, made a list of impediments to your food supply. There are 19, and certainly we're not going to go through <laughs> them here, but... But uh, check our publications on the com and, and our broadcasts on YouTube. We have covered this ad nauseum. And I just want to say this to you, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to a nexus here. where getting food is going to be real problematic, whether it's cost or supply or both. You need to take advantage right now. If you think the government's going to take care of you, the only thing I would say to you is this is the same government that left a thousand Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. You think they care about you? they hold you in contempt so you need to take matters into your own hands there's a great sale on right now at my patriot supply for 25 years shelf life food uh, it's high calorie it's designed to be that way because you need to eat that way to survive that's why i call it survival food and i want you to go check it out at preparewithdave.com that's preparewithdave.com uh, sheriff one of the things that i'm growing concerned about um, is and I asked you about this a couple of years ago, and I wondered what the trend is in places like Washington State, they're making moves now to make a sheriff not elected but appointed, therefore controlled by bureaucrats. Is that catching hold across the country or is it just isolated?
1: Yeah, it is a little bit, but mostly in the states where the sheriffs have really been a thorn in the butt of the sh- of the governor, and that has been one state. Uh, probably. The number one current constitutional sheriff in America is Sheriff Bob Songer in Cliquitat County, Washington. He has stood up to the state bureaucrats. He has stood up to the federal bureaucrats. He has just issued a letter uh, telling all state and local uh, bureaucrats and agents that uh, you come into my county uh, and violate the rights of the people. I will take criminal action against you. Uh, And so obviously that's a threat to the governor who has uh, been nothing but abusive uh, to his people and and doing everything he can uh, to destroy liberty in Washington, the state of Washington. And and so, yes, they're trying to appoint sheriffs to where they don't have this independent power uh, because they only answer to the people and not to other bureaucrats or other politicians. Of course, they're trying to stop that. They don't want independent sheriffs. Come on. No. Yeah. You know, so, so uh, St. Louis, there. I think a county right outside St. Louis uh, now has an appointed sheriff, and that sheriff supported it, and that shows now kind of the ignorance of some sheriffs, because he didn't want to run the jail. Jail. The jail. Running a jail is the biggest problem. For sheriffs all across the country it's the most difficult thing to do it's the most liability latent issue facing any sheriff but it comes with the job and it comes with the territory and he didn't want to do it anymore And they said well we're going to turn it over to a private company or we're going to just hire somebody separately in fact that's what they did st charles i believe it's st charles county and uh, so the sheriff now just serves papers and and uh, doesn't do much uh and um still gets his same pay. And uh, it, it was kind of uh, reminiscent of the sheriffs leaving uh, Connecticut. There's eight counties in Connecticut, and tw- over about 22 years ago, they voted the office of sheriff out, and all eight sheriffs there said, it's fine with me, we don't need sheriffs, uh, because they were all out offered double the pay state marshal's job. And so it's this kind of ignorance and selfishness That is going on. And as you're alluding to with your question, political posturing to get sheriffs out of the way so that these politicians can do whatever they want. And that's what politicians want. They want to do whatever they want. And sheriffs have stood in their way uh, time and time again across this country. And now what we want and what I've dedicated my life to is to create many more sheriffs across this country. We need a, at least a third of all the sheriffs. That would be a thousand. If we have a thousand sheriffs standing firm in the holy cause of liberty and protecting people from corrupt, rogue government, then we will win this. Give us a thousand. We will win it. It'll increase from there because people will see what the, a great solution this is. And so, yeah, it reminds me of my book, The County Sheriff. America's last hope. That's a that's a 50-page book every American home should have.
0: Is that available on your website? Yes. Can you yes. give that address out again?
1: Okay. That's C S P O A. Stands for Constitutional Sheriffs, Peace Officers Association. C S P O A. CSPOA.org. org. And you can make a donation there. You can join the Citizens Posse there, and and you can get all these valuable tools that we have uh, there, uh, including uh, my book that I just mentioned and the Supreme Court decision.
0: Yeah, this is uh, definitely an attack that we're going to have to follow. I, I, I wonder, okay, let's assume for a second that uh, things go to hell in a handbasket as that's the direction we're going, and millions migrate to Texas, and Texas says we're seceding. They'd become a magnet for conservatives, particularly in blue states. What would the federal government do, in your opinion, if Abbott said in the legislature there said, we're no longer part of the United States, we're the Republic of Texas? Correct. Uh,
1: I'm sure they would try to fight it somehow. Um, I don't see how they could. Uh, But I know you you and I both know they'll, they'll definitely try to fight that uh, in fact, I think they would even uh, threaten violence against Texas if, if they tried to do it or did it.
0: That was going to be my question. Uh, would I, they send in the military or use the military that's there? Or...
1: It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because this this uh, the idiocy going on in Washington, D.C. But I don't believe there's any uh, legal recourse they could really take. Uh, I don't think you can force a state to stay in the union especially with violence uh, in fact that's one of the big mistakes that Lincoln made uh, I don't know what the Lincoln was thinking when he uh, got the troops going uh, because you can secede without uh, getting his permission you can secede uh, and and this whole thing this whole philosophy of if you don't if you if you don't stay in the Union we'll come and kill you I mean that's literally what Lincoln said. I know a lot of people think he was a great president, but I totally disagree. I don't believe he was a very good president.
0: I was a dictator. Yeah, I don't
1: believe he was a very good president at all.
0: No, I I agree with you. He arrested uh, draft protesters. Yeah. Oh yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh He he arrested about a a a thousand reporters, you know, and uh, just for telling the truth about what he was doing. Uh, but this whole thing, the whole philosophy of the Civil War, you stay in the Union or we'll kill you. And then he bragged about what a great job he did uh, maintaining the Union. So what? You know, And you know I'm not supporting that because I support slavery. I hate slavery. I hate that we ever did that. But that's not the issue I'm talking about. If, if they wanted to have a different country, divided along the mason dixon line who cares so we had two countries okay uh slavery was going to end itself anyway and it should have ended itself a lot sooner but slavery was not going to continue in the south even if they did uh separate uh, and secede from the union regardless of that uh they could have had two two countries and i don't see i don't see why we needed to kill Nearly 700,000 Americans to say uh, no. We're going to keep the union. What? Why? You know, if we wanted, if if the states want to form their own country, they can. Uh, and Texas surely uh, can do that.
0: Do you think if um, military force was used against Texas to keep them in the union? Uh, is there any hope that any part of the military would stand up, or do you think that the military is lost?
1: Well, the the military, uh, uh, it's against the law for the military to be used in domestic purposes, so I they'd have a hard time with that one. Uh, but I believe that there would be a lot of people quitting the military and moving to Texas to help Texas defend itself against our own stupid federal government.
0: But, particularly the 300,000 are getting kicked out because they won't take the vaccine.
1: Oh, yeah. Send all the non vaxxed uh, people, uh, military people to Texas and help defend it. But I w- I really don't I really don't hear secession from uh, like the governor's office or the, the attorney general's office. I don't hear that coming very loudly anymore. At one point there was uh, at, at one point. um uh, I think it was still Abbott at the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. When they started stopped the uh, flights and were shutting down airports, Abbott said, hey, we're going to keep our airports open. And, and and so we don't need your FAA, your FAA you know, so we'll, we'll run our own airports. And, and so I think that scared the federal government somewhat. Oh, no, people are going to find out. They can run their lives without us. You know, and so I yeah, think that that's was one of the things that scared them.
0: <laughs> well, How do you assess the sheriff's situation and the climate in Florida? If Texas were to secede, would Florida be number two? I don't know.
1: I, 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 I don't hear enough out of Florida. I, I do have some friends there that are sheriffs. Uh, Ivy in Brevard County and then Rick Staley. Uh, I can't remember the name of his county. Uh, Smith, I can't remember his county. But there's there's 10, 15 real good sheriffs there out of about the 58 they have or so. Um, I know know parts of California that really want to secede right now really badly, Uh, but uh, I don't think that's going to ever happen. Uh, I believe that states like Wyoming and Idaho uh, might be on the list to do it, Wyoming especially, because Wyoming's small. And they consider themselves pretty independent. Uh, but uh, people have been uh, so addicted to uh, government, federal government money, and, and the monopoly on power that it has uh, obtained and achieved. Uh, they just don't get it uh, that we don't need. Uh, the federal government to take care of us As you mentioned earlier we, we don't need the federal government They have specific assignments One of them is to uh, Safeguard our nation's borders From invasion They refuse to do that The other is to take care of uh, The economy uh, They're completely destroying that Everybody can see that That's kind of a joke And they're supposed to maintain uh, Foreign relations Uh, And Biden can't uh, do that either. Uh, The federal government does not even have 40 powers. It's under 40, 40 powers. They only have five law enforcement authorities. And treason is one of them. And I'd sure like to see him get back to investigating treason because Hunter uh, Biden and Joe Biden would be at the top of the
0: list. It is amazing. It's all out there in the open that you and I know about this, and yeah. yet they continue to get away with it. And it just, well, just look at Garland's actions. I mean, his son-in-law and daughter own Panorama Education for Critical Race Theory, and Garland mm. is breaking down doors of people. And I, I'm, kidding, I'm not kidding, Sharona Bishop in Colorado for going to board meetings and organizing recall <laughs> efforts. They kicked her door down. Seriously, they came in guns drawn, handcuffed them, manhandled the 18-year-old daughter. Um, absolutely, and this is also Garland can keep the profits coming to his own family. They make tens of millions of dollars on critical race, and they're calling these people domestic terrorists.
1: Well, the thing that has uh, just completely turned everything upside down at the Justice Department has been that and also getting the fbi to go after parents who uh speak their mind at school board meetings uh trying to say that these people are now being declared domestic terrorists i mean that's all they have to do if they want to go after any opposition that they have they just will declare us uh domestic terrorists i have been declared a domestic terrorist and yet the, the, I mean, yes, that's funny, and I, you hardly even want to address it because it's so stupid, but I would address it in this regard. In 20 years of law enforcement, I never committed an act of violence, and and, and now, because I'm training sheriffs and the country to follow the Constitution, now I'm a domestic terrorist, even though I have never committed an act of terror, of violence. I've never committed an act of terrorism. I've never advocated violence of any kind. In fact, quite the contrary. I preach about Gandhi and Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and peaceful civil disobedience, but yes, that the sheriffs should be standing next to their people and their constituents when they commit acts of civil disobedience. Instead of being on the side of government the sheriffs need to remember that they are here to serve the people and they should stand on the side of the American people as they join the ranks of noncompliance.
0: Yeah, I talked to Sharona Bishop about the entry of the FBI. No knock, no nothing, and the sheriff knew about it and never bothered to show up to ensure the rights of Sharona and her family. You
1: see, and we teach just the opposite as you well know. I know. We we I know. teach just the opposite of that. But the thing of it is, Dave, the problem with the CSPOA is we just haven't had the money to get out there and to get to every sheriff's state association and get every sheriff to hear this at least once. Every sheriff in the country, there's 3080 sheriffs, and I want to reach at, I want to reach really close to 2500 of them. In 2022 but we want to have a national convention where we get the right marketing and messaging to every sheriff in the country where we at least have five to seven hundred sheriffs in one meeting at one time we've had lots of great seminars and conventions but the most we've ever had was our first one back in 2012 we had 95 sheriffs we have got to quadruple that and even more We've got to make that bigger, better, and faster. And uh, I implore anybody, if you want this type of solution, if you want a constitutional sheriff in your county that will do his job to to protect liberty, then join us, donate, help us make this happen.
0: Let let me flip this, and we're going to definitely support that notion, too, before we go off the air. And we'll put it up on the website too to try to get some funding but um arizona conservative people here are still conservative but but let me tell you what i found through the audit this is the sidebar to the audit uh ducey controlled by china and and there's no question he's made public statements i won't go into now i've published verbatim statements controlled by chinese interests katie hobbs george soros funded Paul Penzone, and by the way, she's Secretary of State to our national audience. And then Paul Penzone, Maricopa County Sheriff that replaced Arpaio, $2 million of George Soros funding from his organizations. Um, Jack Sellers, China's best business friend, and that's been well documented by the Gateway Pundit as well as ourselves. Uh, I could go on and on and on, but the people in key positions of power in this conservative state are bought off by Soros and Chinese interests. And it's worse than what I have time to say here. Sheriff, what do we do? What do we do? It
1: is worse. It is worse. I guarantee you, you and I, in our limited resources, we know about 10% of the the entire problem. It's 10 times worse than what you and I know. That should scare everybody uh, absolutely to the nth degree. However, uh, Paul Penzone, uh, one of the worst sheriffs in America, has absolutely no concern whatsoever for truth and honesty or his oath of office or defending people's rights. And as a matter of fact, he was complicit in the audit cover-up. Yes. And the, he
0: he in, lied about having the codes for the machines. He didn't have them. Correct. Yeah, I know that from talking to people that worked running their precincts. They said, we never had the codes. Nobody had the codes. Dominion kept the codes. And that's yeah. why they won't surrender the routers because that's what it yeah, would show.
1: And, and it is such a joke that they were allowed uh, this. Sh- yeah, the Democrats called the audit a sham. Oh, yeah, it was because they <laughs> they were able to block it. And they were able to turn the whole thing back on the Republicans, that it was a farce. And, oh, my goodness, yeah, what, what a farce it was
0: indeed. Oh, I know. Well, Sheriff, you're not going to believe this. But I've had two run-ins. One was with people inside the audit back in May when I was publishing what I was being told from people inside the election. And the truth wasn't coming out. But the stories were consistent from independent sources. And I published it. And it triggered people in the audit uh, audit to call friends of mine that were running my material on their websites like Sarah Westall, Paul Preston, and so forth. And they were Mm -hmm. telling these people, don't listen to Dave Hodges. Paul was told, if you listen to Hodges, he'll get you killed. That was in May. Now, Wendy Rogers, a state senator, because I've been saying about their flip-flops and how they betrayed what they should have done mm-hmm. in the audit. Now they're saying, oh, mm-hmm. we're still on it, and they're not. They've closed the case, and they're gallivanting around the country for election integrity, and I called them out on it. And now they're publishing one-page diatribes against me along with videos. Sheriff, I'm a private citizen with a computer, and I got my elected representatives coming after me. Yeah. It's Isn't that, Have you ever seen such a thing?
1: Um, it, I would say yes, except for one thing. Uh, you do have a, a pretty substantial audience that listens to you. So you're kind of a citizen and you're kind of a celebrity at the same time. You do have a following, uh, and a lot of people look up to you. Uh, you and I have spoken together at public meetings before. Yes, we have. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to say yes and no on, on that because, okay. yes, you are a citizen, but, yes, you make headway out there to the American people. So,
0: Well, well Von Pulitzer told Sarah Westall in writing in an email, and I'll quote, Dave Hodges is going to ruin the audit. And she was smart enough to say, what, is he the governor? Is he in charge right. of anything? Um, Do you you see how ridiculous that statement is? It is ridiculous, uh,
1: and that goes to show that uh, they didn't trust their own audit because they would have never said anything like that. They should have had that thing wrapped up with such tight security and to do it absolutely correct. uh, And I don't know if it was subterfuge on the Republican side. I know some was there. Uh, and uh, the Democrats just were able uh, to infiltrate the whole thing enough with the media and the pr- propaganda scheme that they had to where they were do- able to do it. And so, yeah, the Democrats won again.
0: Well, it's not a matter of Democrats anymore. It's the elite controlled people versus people that are well, of constitutionally course. motivated. Of
1: course. Yes. Yeah, yeah and that's what I
0: see. You know, Karen Fan sabotaged the audit, and she was the head of the audit here in Arizona from the beginning. And she's a Republican and uh, Mm -hmm. we think we drove her from office we won't get into that here but but uh, to me here we are in a conservative state and I'm facing this other people that speak up are facing this uh, it's like we can't win the only way we can win is move to a state that we can control like a Texas right and I I agree with you I think I think this is what it's going to come down to but I do Listen, I know what you're saying about posse comitatus. Uh, Biden mm-hmm. can't use the military against the people in that fashion. But tell right. me, how many rules are they following now?
1: Oh, they don't care. Oh, and he'll do it anyway. Yeah, that's my point. He's not supposed to be able to do it, but he'll do it.
0: There's no yeah. question he'll do it. And I think yeah. I think at the end of the day, they're just gonna they're just gonna smash us yeah I, I need to say a quick word here about sat phones, ladies and gentlemen. if we do rise up in the cities, continuity of government says they shut you down, turn off your communications and circle your city, and they can do it in thirty minutes and uh, I've seen it happen. St. Paul Minnesota had a test where they did this. Uh, do you want to stay in touch with your family? Do you want communication when you're driving in a mountainous area and your cell phone's not working? All you need is the sky with a sat phone, and I become convinced sat phones are the way to go. And many of us now have uh, started this messaging service on our sat phone system where we send out emergency alerts. And that's because we feel that we're going to be taken off the media entirely. The UN is now taking down websites at the DNS level. So I'm just telling you, you need to find out more about sat phones. Check it out. Give them a call at 855-980-5830, 855-980-5830. It's really worth looking into and it's not expensive. Sheriff, I want you to tell people how they can help you and what you can do in return if you get more money.
1: Well, this movement has been going on uh, ever since my lawsuit. I won the lawsuit June of 1997. And then ever since then, I've been ringing the bell for state sovereignty and sheriffs to take our country back. So it's been, you know, it's it's crossed uh, both political aisles. I don't care about political uh Dogma. I don't care about the platform of either party. Uh, I believe they're both, especially at the national level, uh, very um, untrustworthy. Uh, But this this is a real solution. I've proven it in the United States Supreme Court. Uh, We have numerous sheriffs who have stood. This is something that if there was ever a time in America's history that we need sheriffs standing for liberty – keeping their oath of office and protecting the American people. We've never been at such a point in our history where we need it more than we do now. I agree. We need this. We have to have this. I've dedicated my life to it. Both my wife and I have. And the last 10 years since I formed this organization, I have done this full time. And folks, it's, we need lots more help. We need your help. And, and, if you can uh, if you can become a part and do a chapter in your area or if you can donate or whatever, that's what we need. Everybody can do something. and we get a three dollar and seventy five cent check every month from a guy. That's all he can afford
0: yeah, and, and that's that's good, but if you took that across the country um, again, give We'd out your it. give out your website address again, please.
1: Everybody can join our posse, our CSPOA posse, and make a donation or get these wonderful books and tools at cspoa.org. Cspoa.org.
0: Cspoa.org. You know what's amazing to me, and and I have not spoken against Trump very often. I don't agree with him on everything, but I voted for him twice. The yeah, one so thing I'm going to gonna say, though, Sheriff. Is he should be embracing your organization and holding you up, and you should be on the stage with him, and he's saying this is the organization that could really save America from this tyranny. I I don't get why he's not doing this.
1: Two of his friends do it. That's uh, Clay Clark and General Flynn.
0: Yeah, Clay but, uh, Clark has a call into me for some reason. I suspect this is what it may be about. Maybe so. That's uh, yeah, and I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that that's happening at some level. But he should be standing up there saying, the sheriffs are the last line of defense folks against this tyranny. If I can't get elected because of voter fraud, and that's a real question whether or not the Democrats are ever going to lose another election. But if I can't get elected, we need to stop them at the sheriff level. And this should be pounded into America's head. Yeah. I just... I'm it, just so it should and I've, it.
1: I've tried to i've tried to do the pounding and um uh, you know it we're going to keep trying folks i hope you'll join us in this holy cause of liberty
0: well we're gonna we're going to um, um air this here and we'll pound this on our website after christmas because you know no one's going to pay attention now that they're rushing to shop but uh, mm-hmm. we're going to do it there and sheriff mac uh, you're a great american and i appreciate what you're doing and we're going to give you every assist and we'll have you back on as events warrant Thanks so much, Dave. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Richard.